And so there's this big hole right now that, that I'm seeing, and it's the more affordable Facebook ads managers, because mm-hmm. the people that are out there running these $1,500, $2,000 a month kind of gigs, that's good if you're seven-figure you know, company and you're spending that much money. But people like me, I don't spend them. I'm a six-figure business. I don't spend that much. Mm-hmm. So for me to maybe spend $1,000 a month on Facebook ads and then have to hire somebody for $1,500 a month is crazy. Mm-hmm. So I always look for people that are charging less. And so what I would love for more virtual assistants to get in this game because you can still make a lot of money, charge mm-hmm. less on those Facebook ads manager, go for like people that are just hitting six figures or just hit six figure. Like, you know, the businesses that make around a hundred, $150,000, all of us were like, uh, I can't afford this, but I do need help. And I love my VA. So a lot of people actually will teach their VAs Facebook ads. Yeah. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Reagan, and you've discovered Unicorns Unite. This is a podcast for freelancers, service providers, virtual assistants, and curious listeners who would like to experience the freedom and flexibility of working virtually. We're the magic makers, movers and shakers, and the real people doing the work behind the scenes of online businesses. Welcome to Unicorns Unite. Hey, but before we listen, would you do me a favor and subscribe to this podcast on your podcast player and go ahead and leave me a review. That would really help me out so much. And if you're listening to this live, go ahead and share an Instagram story of what you're doing while you're listening to it and what your key takeaways are. I just appreciate it so much. Thank you. Hey, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Emily Reagan, a fellow freelancer from over a decade. I've worked with tons of clients behind the scenes, and I've carved out my niche doing digital marketing implementation. So on this podcast, I've been bringing a series of other freelancers on the show to talk about how they got started, their journeys, and teach us a little something something to help us with our own client work. Sometimes our businesses too, because you know, it's a little bit meta there. What applies with our clients usually applies to our own business. So today I have a fellow marketing nerd, journalism major, self-taught website designer, Andrea Palton here. She is amazing. We're cut from the same cloth. I loved everything she shared in this interview. We are talking about Facebook ads primarily. She is such a wealth of information and just wetting your whistle with this area. And I think it's so important that you start to open your eyes, understand how we use the pixel in digital marketing so you can serve your clients better and step into this role as a Facebook or Instagram ads manager. There is a huge need for this service and it pays well. It becomes value-based easily when you can bring your clients in leads that then make them money. Enjoy this Facebook Live we recorded earlier. You are going to learn so much. And just remember what she says. And I say this too. You learn about Facebook ads in stages. You learn about digital marketing in stages. So you're not going to soak everything up at once. You're going to get that first level. And then you're going to go upgrade to the second level. You're just going to keep taking that elevator up as things click in place. As you implement them with your clients, you're just going to get smarter and smarter. And pretty soon you're going to work up to that high level strategist who can charge five figures for strategy sessions. You become a consultant when you can help your clients with the implementation and the strategy, you are no longer just a virtual assistant. You are a digital marketer. So keep that in mind. A lot of us start off as assistants, 
specialist coordinators, and we very quickly work our way up to manager, to director, to the consultant level, okay? So that's your end game here. All right, let's dive into the interview with Andrea. Hey, hey everyone. I am here with a friend and fellow digital marketer, Andrea Paulson, and she's here to talk about uh, Facebook ads and kind of give you guys the insight to up-leveling your freelance services. I really wanted to get Andrea in here to talk about her experience, her freelance business before she starts a J-O-B, <laughs> which is like next week, right? Going so, backwards. <laughs> yeah, you're going backwards. So it's probably a good thing. So first, let's start at the beginning and tell everyone where you're from a little bit about you. And then I want to hear your whole journey about starting your own business. Yeah. So I'm Andrea Paulton and I'm actually originally from Germany. Emily has actually, she understands some German, so she can say Andrea yeah. <laughs> if you want to. But I moved here to the United States when I was a teenager and went to school for journalism and went the Columbine shooting in Colorado, which was horrible. And I realized I didn't want to stick my microphone in someone's face and ask them how they felt after their daughter died. So I had no job because I didn't know what to do with myself. So I ended up getting a radio job, 2 a.m. shift. It was awful. And the company next door was one of the first internet radio stations. And the CEO and I would always talk in the kitchen. And one day he said, Andrea, you don't like your job come work for me. I have a marketing spot open. And I'm like, I don't know anything about marketing. He goes, I don't, I don't either. Let's just try to figure it out. So I went over there and I started doing marketing. And that was back in the day we would put like stickers on people's cars, very guerrilla marketing. And then immediately the web person quit. And so the CEO said, can you do the web? And I was like, to the website, I'm like, sure. So I learned how to code. And all of a sudden I realized, I'm like, wait a minute, websites, marketing, internet marketing, online marketing. I love this stuff. I'm a tech nerd. I picked it up like this. I have a marketing mind to begin with. And then I just taught myself, never went to school for it or anything. Started working my way up from marketing coordinator to an executive marketer. And then a couple of years ago, my dad died. And it was a very um, sudden death. We weren't ready for it. It was very brutally died in front of me. And everything was kind of like crumbling down. I moved to a new city. I left my job and I started my own business. And my business was marketing coaching because that's what I've been doing. My whole life is marketing for 18 years. And I started teaching marketing to entrepreneurs, virtual assistants, business coaches. And I just really, really fell in love with it. Fast forward to last week or was it two weeks ago when Emily yeah. and I talked this business coaching company reached out to me and said, we need a head of marketing, someone that heads up the entire United States marketing, a really high level position. And they said, they want that to be me because I've been in the business coaching space and I've been in marketing forever. And I had to wrestle with myself because I love my business and I'm not giving it up and I don't want to give it up. So really quickly in the last three weeks, I've been putting everything together and evergreening for those of you guys that have courses know what this means. Evergreening my courses, evergreening my membership, hired a social media manager, hired a wonderful virtual assistant, hired a writer. And now I'm taking this job and I'm still going to be the head of my company, my business coaching company. So kind of crazy, crazy stuff happening. I'm probably going to be hiring more VAs. So make sure you hook up with me somewhere <laughs> online. 
Oh my gosh, I did not know all of this. And first of all, I just want to say you just don't know where this end game is going, right? Like all this constant learning you've been doing has just like made you so powerful to say yes to whatever that next opportunity is. And I've had women from my crash course not think they wanted to go back to the office and like be completely hireable because they started learning, you know, online marketing and digital marketing. So, like kudos to you. I think this sounds exciting. And had I not gone into the entrepreneur world, this job is 100% remote. I'm the head of the entire US. I have people that are going to be working for me. I can have my own schedule. I would not have been able to get a job like this and push for the, the salary and this kind of remote work environment had I not been in the entrepreneur world. If this position would have given to me like, you know, two, three years ago, it probably wouldn't have looked like this and it wouldn't have been this good. Because of that, and I do, I do believe in multiple income streams. I'm a big, big person for that. I, you know, we have multiple properties and stuff. So I'm just considering this another income stream. And you can really, for you know, I love virtual assistants. That's why I love you so much, Emily, and I love what you do. You can really do that with awesome virtual assistants and and with people that can work for you and that you can trust. So I, I'm a big believer in it and I know I can handle it all because I still like my off time, but I can handle it because of the staff that I've hired. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so true. Cause your staff will help you get out of the weeds and help you focus on those big things and you can get all of that stuff running smoothly. So I don't know if I told you this, but for a while there, I was going to just delay my business. I had a, a new baby, right? When like things were exploding, I'm like, I'm just going to wait till she gets to kindergarten and something was like, Emily, like you got to jump now, right? So she just turned four. And I just think like, what has changed in those last four years? And out of everything, like I was a stay at home mom that felt like completely unhirable 10 years ago, right? After being out of it just for a couple of years, because things just exploded and changed online. And then now I feel like 100% with what I've learned, like I could say yes to that corporate job and not skip a beat. And it's like confidence, 100% confidence so that I'm up to date. It, yeah. it really is. Like even when they offered me this position, I, I told myself, no matter what they offer me, I'm going to ask for more. Even if it's awesome, I'm going to ask for more money. I'm going to ask for more remote. I'm going to ask for more vacation. And I did. And, and that confidence really comes over time. And having your own business and being your own like virtual assistant, having your own company or being a business coach like me, you fall a lot and you keep getting up. And that brings yeah. confidence. If you can stick yeah. with it, that does bring confidence. Yeah. And it made me a better marketer and made me a better employee, probably. I don't know. Maybe not, but I'm, it's going to be better for me. I can tell you yeah. that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't know if I told you this either, but I'm also a journalism degree and I had a little stint in TV news and I hated it. I hated it. I remember a story where the boy fell off the horse and died and they wanted me to keep calling the family. And I'm like, I couldn't do it. And I transitioned into public relations before I did marketing. But it's like, I knew enough from the journalism side of things, like how it worked that like, I didn't skip a beat that like you, me, we don't have marketing degrees. <laughs> like, look at us, like you can figure it out. Like gone are the days you need a four year degree or a master's degree to be able to learn this stuff. 
So yeah, even as entrepreneurs, because I do have a lot of VAs that have come to me and have said like, well, I can't really do the marketing for these people. I can't do their social media. I can't do their Facebook ads because I didn't learn this. And it's like, well, you don't, you can learn this on your own right now, or you can take a quick course and learn this, or, you know, hire a coach real fast and learn it. You don't need to go back to like school. It's just it takes way wow. too long. And honestly, all their stuff is outdated. <laughs> I know. I totally know that. And I saw an ad in our local community college. They now have a virtual assistant weekend course. It's like eight hours. You know, it's like admin, you know, back end of a business type stuff, but it's not getting into the marketing tasks that my unicorns do. But I was like, this is crazy. Like the colleges are going to like try to keep up with us. And I don't know if they can. They really can't. They really cannot. It's just there's online schools that do a good job that hire because I actually worked for an online school. I taught mm-hmm. for them, but it's so expensive. I taught for General Assembly and their marketing course was like four thousand dollars. And I still have the same course. Well, a different, better course for two entrepreneurs for like nine hundred. So it's like, yeah. yeah. And that's why people like you need to exist because you are in it. You're still doing the work. So you're the best person to teach your unicorns what they need to be doing and to get you know better and, and, and evolve as a VA. I'm glad you brought that up about the prices because I think sometimes there's some pushback about $900, $1,000 courses. But when you look at like what that college degree would cost, oh let alone $9,000. Yeah. Or like even that single three-hour credit hour, whatever course, you're still not learning application. You're still not learning implementation. Usually it's theory. So to me, what I know now, what I wish I would have known 10 years ago when I was starting was like that course, so worth it when you're getting an entire business direction for that amount. And some people, you know, push back on that. Like I'm sure you see all the time. Yeah, and, and I do. I, a lot of times I will tell them, I'm like, I literally did the same thing. And that course is 4000 If you want to go look it up, you can look it up today. Like, it's <laughs> it's a lot more expensive. Yeah. So, yeah. so where did you learn marketing? I know you were kind of DIYing and figuring things out early. Totally on my own. Honestly, Google, figuring things out. And then I worked for a company where we had a CRM system. It's called a customer relationship management system called HubSpot. And they gave me a lot of training. And I had HubSpot for five years and I got a lot of training there. And you can also learn yourself, right? Google Analytics has training about their metric system. Facebook ads, they actually teach Facebook ads. There's all these different places where you can get that stuff for free. Because back then they didn't have people like you and me running around. I've been doing this for 20 years now and it didn't exist. And now I take courses just like this. I take courses like that. I sell stuff that you do. I just took an Instagram course from Tyler McCall. So I, I I'm in this world now and it's again, so much cheaper and it's so much better because it's people that actually know their stuff because they're actually doing the work. Yeah. Self-paced and from the comfort of your own home. Let's talk about Facebook ads because you and I have some strong feelings on it and how to get like started in this world. But like, why do you think somebody who's new to this space, who's looking into digital services and starting their own freelance business, why should they look at Facebook ads as a primary service? Yeah. So for a lot of you, the people that are already working with you, the unicorns and all the other people that might be in the future working with you, we all have similar audiences. And when you look at the numbers, one of the number one places that people are still hanging out is Facebook. Your audience is on Facebook. Even if maybe we're not posting that much anymore, we're not looking that much anymore. We live in groups. There's groups for everything. As long as Facebook has groups, 
Facebook is going to be one of the biggest places to be and your audience will be there. And so getting people to see your offering and your freebies, like your lead magnets, that type of stuff, the best and fastest way is to do Facebook ads. And don't forget Facebook bought Instagram. So when you learn how to do Facebook ads and you run Facebook ads, just with one little click, you can automatically send your ads to Instagram as well. And that's something you can turn off or on depending on where your audience is. So it's the fastest way to really grow your list and then get consistent clients. Without Facebook ads, you know, my list was kind of like me going like this. My clients were going like this. Then with Facebook ads, all of a sudden I was getting all these people, all these new people on my email list. And then I was getting more clients. And now, you know, I have a robust email list. And if I offer something, people will buy. And before my list was so tiny and I would offer something and it was crickets. And so the fastest way to grow your list is really with ads. The other ad competitors is Google ads and LinkedIn ads. Those are like the three, Facebook, LinkedIn, and, and Google. Yeah. LinkedIn is super expensive. Yeah. And it's, people aren't clicking on LinkedIn. I've never clicked on a LinkedIn ad in my life. I've clicked on like thousands of Facebook ads. And that's, that's what's happening. People are not really clicking in they're expensive. And Google ads is also a great way to go. Mm-hmm. I don't teach it. I don't actually do it on my, for my own business because what happens is people need to actually search on certain keywords to get your Google ad. And I prefer for me to get in front of my target audience that needs my, my stuff, needs my list building course, needs my Facebook ad stuff in my membership. And so what I do is on Facebook, I can say, give me all virtual assistants. Give me all life coaches, give me all health coaches. And then I can look at my detailed targeting and figure out the right people I need to be in front of and people that need my help. And then I can serve up ads. And what happens is a lot of those people, they might not have ever Googled it because they didn't know they needed it. But then they add and they're like, oh, yeah, I have a freebie called the business success checklist. And so if I do an ad about that, people could be like, yeah, I'd like to have a checklist to figure out if my business is running good or not. Yeah, it makes makes sense. They would have never Googled this. So I would have never been able to get them on a Google ad. And that's why I'm such a proponent of Facebook ads. And it's the best way to list build and then also to sell your services. So Google ads, I've run some of them and I'm just one of those people who I never click on them. When I see it's designated an ad, I see a bunch of words. I just skip over it. Like I'm the generation, maybe my parents might click on it and think it's something like legit, but like I skip that stuff. And I do run some for clients, but it's not like the primary way to target. To me, that's like a different kind of customer was like something they're trying to solve like right then. And usually like book a call or something for like kind of a brick and mortar. But Facebook ads, when you have really good copy, and really good images, like eye-catching, scroll-stopping images, it doesn't even seem like an ad sometimes. So some people, they're not even thinking about it. Like if it's done well, you don't even really know that like someone's trying to like get your email, you know? Yeah, Yeah. in the eye-catching, I just want to say something. I want you guys to look at the screen right now. You got the bright names, the name tags. You got Emily's blue. You got my pink and my big lipstick here and the colors behind us. If she took a screenshot of this, and made this into an ad and said, hey, you got to check this training that I did for my unicorn so you can you know, look into my membership or whatever she wants to say in her ad. It's totally going to stand out and people are going to be like, oh, yeah, I want to watch this. This sounds interesting just by having the screenshot. So you don't have to like 
pay a designer or learn how to like Photoshop and all that stuff. You can literally oh. do stuff like this. And just if you have the right colors or a little bit of video, she could do a video snippet of this particular talk and people would click on it. I scroll past all the heavily edited stuff, like especially you start involving like a lot of overlays. If it looks too addy, like my brain skips over it. But if I see something organic, like the screenshot or, you know, something a little bit awkward and then like the bright colors, the anti-Facebook colors, I like to call them, like will totally stand out in the feed. But like that, that's a really good tip because I see a lot of our business peers who are like launching their first course and whatnot and their ads are terrible. They look too addy, spammy, yeah. you know? Yeah. Mm. yeah. And there's just so many little tricks. Like literally, like right now, I'm going to keep doing this as an example because that's a good example. Yeah. But if Emily and I both were like, like <laughs> laughing mouth open, both of us, and then that's the screenshot she took. Oh my God, that FOMO, you know, people are going to click on that. We're like, what are they laughing about? I want to see. And so yeah. it's stuff like that. I have this wonderful, wonderful woman, Holly, in my impact membership, and she's learning Facebook ads and she teaches people how to ferment sauerkraut. Okay. So <laughs> super tight niche, right? She literally will take like a can of sauerkraut and have a fork and like eat it in the picture. And it's like, that's it. And, and she takes a picture with her little camera. It's not, there's no light. There's nothing special about it. It's just her doing something a little bit different, seeing the sauerkraut hanging and then it's not gross. It's just like, what is going on yeah. there? Her ads, she's spending like nothing on them. They're like going like gangbusters. She's, her list is just growing and growing. She's spending like, just to give you guys an idea, I'm spending about $1.80, $2 per lead when I do a lead ad and hers are like 40 cents. She's spending on, on one person 40 cents because her pictures are so unique and unedited and raw. People yes. love them. Yeah, they like the organic looking like content that's native to Facebook. One of my mentors, uh, Sage Polaris, was telling me that her best ad was her on stage like kind of going like this with her hand and it lo almost looked like she's holding a glass of wine but it was because she was like in the moment of action which would be good for any like newspaper shot right like you want that action shot and not just like pointing at a screen you know that kind of stuff's passe but she's like that's always her best ad I'm like it's so funny to me because it's not the like super pretty perfect design and this is exactly why like VAs can come in, you can do this type of work because it's not over complicated. And I think Facebook ads can be really scary at first, like the ads manager, it's always changing. It's a little bit daunting, but it doesn't have to be this like, I don't know, Mad Men style advertisement campaign. <laughs> like oh. You don't have to overthink it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even like the way that I teach marketing, it's, it's like you can literally in four weeks start running ads and I just hold your hand for like two months and you don't even need two months. It's literally like the class three weeks, maybe it'll take you. And then I'm just there. If you want to like show me an ad or you want me to edit an ad for you and actually like look at your stuff and hold your hand if you need it, but it's not even necessary. I do think it's really hard to learn Facebook ad totally from scratch. That's why I like that you have that. What is the thing that you have? What is it called? Yeah. I have a new bonus for my crash course called the quick start to Facebook ads. Yeah. And that's so yeah. good because a lot of people, I mean, maybe that's all you need. Some yeah. people will want more and they will want the handholding. They will want mm -hmm. people to look at their ads, right? The stuff, stuff that I do. Some people don't need it. So yeah. you don't have to sit there and be like, oh no, it's going to take me six months to learn Facebook ads. And I got to yeah. like do all this stuff. No, no, you can 
learn it super quick, run an ad within a couple of weeks. I don't want to make it too easy either because, <laughs> yeah. because I do get so many questions. Once you're in the Facebook ads manager, it's a little bit of a mess. It's not very intuitive. And so that's the only drawback. And I'm going to play Facebook on that. It's just so not intuitive. And that's, yeah. they, just, they just clunked it up and that you need help with. And that's why having that quick start guide or having somebody that can show you around a little bit every time you get stuck. But then once you're over that learning curve bump, then you're fine and good to go. Yeah, it is confusing because things change. But sometimes the hardest part about my job is getting access to my clients' SHIT. <laughs> I'm like, I like get in, getting the right settings and the right access. And like that can sometimes be the most frustrating when you first start working with the client, like let alone like figuring it out new for the first time. What kind of advice would you have for somebody who's like thinking about adding this service? Like, how would they go about doing this? And actually, before we do that, like, why this service? You and I have some strong feelings about Facebook ads managers out there because, like, they can make buku dollars yeah. doing this service. Let's talk about that first, actually. Yeah. So I had a launch and I was really busy and I couldn't do the ads myself. And I hired somebody for $1,500 a month. That's not spending money on any ads, just her work. So she was doing $1,500 a month. I was barely running three, four ads. I think she maybe worked on it an hour a week. <laughs> she made that much money. So if you do the math, what is that? Like four or five hours divided by 1,500? That's a really high rate. And she's average. There's Facebook ads managers that cost $2,000 a month. Yeah. And so there's this big hole right now that, that I'm seeing. And it's the more affordable Facebook ads managers. Because the people that are out there running these $1,500, $2,000 a month kind of gigs, that's good if you're a seven-figure you know, company and you're spending that much money. But people like me, I don't spend that. I'm a six-figure business. I don't spend that much. Mm -hmm. So for me to maybe spend $1,000 a month on Facebook ads and then have to hire somebody for $1,500 a month is crazy. Mm -hmm. So I always look for people that are charging less. And so what I would love for more virtual assistants to get in this game because you can still make a lot of money, charge mm -hmm. less on those Facebook ads manager, go for like people that are just hitting six figures or just hit six figure. Like, you know, the businesses that make around a hundred, $150,000, all of us, we're like, uh, I can't afford this, but I do need help. Yeah. And I love my VA. So a lot of people actually will teach their VAs Facebook ads. Yeah. That happens a lot. But if you already have that from the get-go, so you're a VA who also does Facebook ads, your value is going to go up and you can start charging more too. Yes. Yeah. And then people are going to be like, whoa, I need a VA and I need a Facebook ads manager. So I'm just going to hire this person because they have both instead yeah. of hiring two different people. Yeah. So it's a really good value. If I was a VA, I would so jump on that Facebook ads bandwagon. And then if you're working with people that need a lot of Facebook ads help, then yeah, then you maybe you pass that off. But most of us, like like me, I run like one or two ads a month. It doesn't take a lot of work. I just would rather have somebody else do it. Yeah. For it. Sometimes they make you commit to several month contracts, you mm -hmm. know, three, six month contracts. So even if you're not in a launch phase as a business owner, you're still paying out the wazoo and you're kind of like, eh you know, not cool. But think about that. Like you said, 2000 a month, 
and you are babysitting an ad, like once you've done the grunt work and the setup work, which it could literally take like, you know, a half a day, a full day to do that, depending on like what's happening on the back end and getting access to things or whatever, like that first initial setup, like it can take a little while, but like you're kind of coasting after that as long as like things are performing. So I was on a seven figure team and we had an ads manager and they didn't write the copy. They didn't do the design. They didn't really report stats. They (laughs) were terrible at tracking the pixel. And I, as the VA was like, anytime I could get in that meeting, I was like, Ooh, (laughs) tell me more. And I was all over that pixel. And that was kind of like my loophole in is understanding how that worked and how it was tracked, especially for like a conversion. And granted, things have changed over the years, but like that opened doors, which is why in my crash course, we talk a lot about that and like start introducing that because like the ads don't really work if you're not doing these things from the setup. And my client didn't know any of that. The rest of the team did, nobody knew anything. And I'm over here like, Sign me up to learn as much as possible. And long story short, ended up firing them. Like, I don't, not quite privy to like all of the details, but from my vantage point, I was like, this is not organized right. They're not communicating right. And ahead of a launch, I just felt like things should be set up well in advance. Like it's not rocket science here. So that was kind of like my start to Facebook ads or like my aha moment, like, you know, seeing how it works. But another beautiful thing about Facebook ads is you start doing it for one person and you have the little bit of a success, like you are referred out the wazoo to other people. So you could quickly have all Facebook ads if you want. And I think this is where all like the top six figure freelance coaches are in this realm. Like they had a little bit of success and then like took off doing that one thing. And to me, I'm kind of like, that's, the fast track. (laughs) Yeah, it really, really, really is. And honestly, I think every VA should know Facebook ads, even if you're not selling it, just knowing it for your own business. And so you can run your own ads and you can like grow your list and then have more potential clients on your email list. I feel like every VA should at least like tiptoe their toes into the Facebook ads world or or really know it and teach it or, or offer it as a serving. Okay, let's just take a moment here. It's impossible to get referrals without putting yourself out there all the time. It's really difficult to have a community when you're doing the work by yourself. It's also hard to stay up to date when you're just one person and digital marketing trends, platforms, technology, and strategies change all of the time. And it's no fun having to do lead generation for your business when you'd rather be doing billable hours. So I have a solution for you. Come join my digital marketing work group. It's a tight community of freelancers, virtual assistants, digital marketing specialists who are all up-leveling in their skills, getting advanced trainings, applying for my job ops, and becoming digital marketing specialists and managers and strategists. This is an online referral community for both skilled and -and up-and-coming digital marketing service pros and virtual assistants. We've shared over 800 jobs with our community. We'd love to have you too. If you need client work, if you need a squad behind you, if you need help raising your prices, promoting yourself to the next level, this is the place to be. You can apply for the work group with the link in the show notes. We'd love to have you. Back to the show. What are your favorite ad campaigns to run for clients? Like, What do you usually recommend Without going like deep into strategy, just kind of like wet the whistle, like what kind of ad strategies out there? 
Yeah. So for those of you guys that have been following the whole Apple Facebook saga, Apple released a new privacy policy and Facebook is now having to jump through hoops to do better metrics and recording. And what happened is this affects my favorite way to do ads, which is called conversion ads. As far as we know, and as far as we see, it's still the best way to do ads. We think for the entire year 2021, it's still the best way and it probably will continue. But I just wanted to give you that caveat because things change all the time. But a conversion ad is really cool because a conversion ad is what you do. Let's say you do it for a freebie. So you have some kind of like PDF that you're giving away, like a checklist or a guide or, you know, like maybe this article on like the 10 best ways to figure out how to hire a VA or, or whatever that you have. If you have a freebie like that, you put it on your website and you have a little form, email address where they can hit submit, and then you send them to a thank you page. Having these two pages, the landing page and the thank you page is going to be vital for this. And once you have these, then you can do conversion ads. And what happens is you run these ads that will drive people to the form and Facebook will be like, okay, all these people clicked on the ad and they went to the form and then only... 30, 40% of those people will actually fill out the form and get to that thank you page, which is called the conversion. And then Facebook knows, oh, okay, these 30% of people got to the conversion. So now Facebook gets smart and is like, okay, I'm going to send people that look just like these 30% that filled out this form. And I'm going to send ads to that. And the smarter you can make Facebook think and get like, cause you want the Facebook brain to be smart and the more data you can give, which is with these conversion ads, the more your ads will be served up to the right people that Facebook knows they will click on it. They will go to the form and actually fill it out and they will be a conversion. And that's why it's called a conversion ad. So that's my favorite type of ad. And then the, my favorite creative right now, it has to be video. Although not a caveat here, when I do video ads, they don't work. My ads are better when I do still photography. Sometimes it's even a stock photo. Sometimes it's a photo of me. It could be a screenshot like this. For some reason, I do better in this world. I do not present well on video, I'm assuming. <laughs> People that do good on video, so that's something that you want to test. You want to figure out, like, do you do better on video? Do you better on still shots? Or do stock photos do better than still shots of you? That's all stuff you have to test. But videos right now are the ones that are doing the best. So you have one little tiny video, really short, five seconds, 10 seconds. It doesn't even have to be long. And that you turn into a conversion ad. And then you drive people to that ad and to your page to download your freebie. And I'm a huge believer in list building because the bigger your list, the bigger your income. So yeah. that's why I gave an example of a freebie landing page ad. So I have not tried a video ad, to be honest. So oh, you should probably video. You have to. I know I should. I'm thinking like, why don't I do that? I'm like, oh, it's like the cobbler's kids, right? Like I keep meaning to get to that, but I should test it out. But I do remember sitting at, were you there too at Amy Porterfield's last live event? Before COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Before COVID. Yeah. I remember Jasmine Starr speaking and showing that Instagram story ad yeah. where she had like the big mouth. She was saying that like, that was one of her top Instagram story ads. I was like, this is hilarious. She learned that by testing. You're like constantly testing in yeah. Facebook. You just don't like go into a launch and like turn everything on and expect success. Like this is a constant process. 
Yeah. And what Jasmine started, she did one of those filters that like distorts your face. Yeah. And she did a really pretty ad with all of her makeup. She wears a hat. That's her little thing. And she compared it with a still photography, a shot of her looking pretty, a video with her looking pretty. And then this like messed up big lip filter video. That was so funny. That's the one that and she's really pretty too because she puts on like all kinds of stuff. And yeah. you would think that wouldn't happen, but it does. And that's why you test. And the nice thing about Facebook ads, which is another reason why I'm a big Facebook ad proponent, is once you create your first ad, there's this little tiny button that we love. It's called duplicate. You click on that and it immediately duplicates the whole thing. So you don't have to do it from scratch. And then instead of using the video where you're looking pretty, you now take the video of you with the duck face, big lip kind of thing. And it takes a minute. And so you can literally do an ad and then do four different tests and just run them. And then within five days, you know, oh, okay, people like still photography versus video. People like you know, big lips versus normal photo. It's such a fast way to figure that out. And things change too. I had this yeah. picture that I used two and a half, three years ago. It worked really, really well. Still photography. It was a professional photo shoot of me and it worked really, really well. Fails, tanks now. Like it doesn't work at all because people, oh. realness, they don't want overly curated and it was a photo shoot, so I was very overly curated. Uh, <laughs> two and a half years ago, it worked great. Yeah. Today, it does not work. Maybe oh. in two years, it will work great again. Who knows? But that's why you always have to constantly test and see what the times are. With COVID, we've seen people want transparency, realness. People are, you know, have their roots gray sticking out. Like I used to wear like fake eyelashes. I had hair extensions when I first started this business. I took all that jazz out. I'm like, I don't need it. People want real. I'm real. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That is so funny. So when you duplicate your ads like that for a test, are you duplicating at like a campaign level? Or are you duplicating more at like an audience level or ad set level? Like when do you do that? So there's three levels. There's campaigns, which is the whole ad. And then there's your ad set, which is your audience. And then there's the ad, which is the ads. So where you do that is you go into the ad set because you're just duplicating the ads. So you do like one step above. So you go into the ad set, you hit duplicate, and then it actually duplicates that same ad set, which is the same audience. And then you can go into that second one and take that photo out and do the new photo. Same thing. If you don't want to test yeah. photos, you can test words. So you do the yeah. same photo, do two, three, four ads, with different language and then you can test language and what makes your audience click on the language more. Yeah. And I will test length too. I'll have some clients like their audience will like longer ads. Some clients, their people click on the shorter ads. So it's really interesting, but I'm usually testing all of that kind of at the same time, just to see when I, especially when I'm working with a new client, because I don't really know what they're going to get into. So, okay. What are the biggest mistakes you see when people are setting up conversion ads? Like where do they screw up? The number one problem that I see is that, and I, I don't really understand this, why people do this, <laughs> but I think it's just the tech. A lot of people will have their website, let's say like on Squarespace, and then the landing pages are on like lead pages and other places like that. And then what happens is there's a pixel that Facebook gives you to learn everything. So your pixel is on your website now, but it's not on lead pages, so it can't be tracked. So you have all these different URLs running. It's like a mess. So I always recommend to people, 
that even if you use lead pages or something like that, you just want one platform where your landing pages, which is where your pixel is, and where your thank you pages. So that's the number one thing that I see. The number two thing that I see is people do not take advantage of their thank you page. So when you fill out a form, so let's say Emily is selling like 10 questions you need to ask your future VA, right? Interviewing questions. That's her freebie, right? We're making this up. So you fill it out and then you get to Emily's thank you page and says, thanks. That's it. You need to use this real estate as a second call to action. That second call to action could be follow me on Facebook, like me on Instagram, download this other thing, listen to my podcast, or you can do a sale here. So you can say, thanks. Yeah. Thank you so much. Your PDF is on its way. Check your inbox. In the meantime, I got this course on how to do um, Instagram posts for 47 bucks. Check it out. Special offer only today or only right now or something like that. And it's called a tripwire. And that is a small little something that people can purchase from you. And once somebody buys, they're very likely to buy more. So we want to do something here. So that real estate could be used to grow your social media list. It could be used to, you know, having them read your blog or actually sell something. And people miss this all the time. Yeah. I see too many times. Thanks. Yeah. Like, okay. Or even worse than that, Andrea, they do the little form that's like success. You've signed up. And then there's no thank you page. <laughs> Yes. When you do that, because like I use Kajabi and you can do that. Uh, Squarespace is the same thing inside the form. It'll just give you like a little like successful, like, (laughs) like some kind of like, thank you for downloading or something. You need that new URL. You need that new thank you page URL because you need that to do a custom, custom conversion. Custom yeah. audience and something else on Facebook. Um, yeah. To do a conversion ad, you need to have that URL. So that's a, that's like the third mistake I see all yeah. the time. So if you're a VA, you've taken my crash course, you guys know how to do this. You come in and you're like, yeah, I'll build your opt-in for you. Look at all the doors it opens here. Like you ask questions, like do you have analytics installed? Do you have the pixel installed? Your thank you page is non-existent. Like if you know this stuff, you make yourself invaluable and you get more work, you get more clients, and you can start progressing toward that like high-end ticket service, like Facebook ads or whatnot. So like, this is why I have my course, just to like preach for a minute, is because like there's too many, too many things that are like incestuous and related here. Like you really do kind of have to know everything. And the business owner is sometimes like light years behind us, just trying to like launch the thing, not thinking about it. And they just want it taken care of. So like, think about what you can bring to the table. And this is why we're here talking about ads right now, because this is really like the next thing, big time. And Emily, that's such a good point. I used to do one-on-one consulting. I don't do that anymore. But I actually had business owners come in and be like, can you look at what my website person, my Facebook person, my VA is doing? And just to like make sure everything is working together. And I did. And I, I'd find holes here and there. And it's because each person did their own little thing in their yes. little bubble and didn't yes. around here. So I love that you teach that because mm-hmm. those are the VAs that are going to be like, you can ask for more money after you're working with them. You could do more and they're not going to want to lose you because they're going to be like, oh yeah, I remember, you know, Susie, the VA last year, she saved us because she told us how to do pixels and Facebook ads. And I wouldn't have known that. Yeah. You are invaluable. You make yeah. yourself invaluable. It's such a good word. 
Yeah. I mean, this is like how I've been so successful in my own business is like, but you do it in a way where you're not like an a-hole, but you know, you point out opportunities like to benefit your business owner and you don't just like stay in your bubble. Like you said, like you don't just do like the minimum amount of work. You think about that. Like how is this playing out and where are those other components? This is how you up level in your title. I want to mention one other thing because you really stress the importance of building an email list. And, you know, of course, people in my course know this too, but there's something special and magical you can do with Facebook once you have an email list. Could you tell everybody like what that mm -hmm. is and why this is so dang important? This is like driving everything in online business right now. Yes. So once you have a list and once you have a following on your Facebook or your Facebook page or your Instagram page, what you can do is you can do audiences, custom audiences on Facebook. So Facebook ads work in layers. So for example, I first do list building. That's the um, conversion ads we just talked about. And then I can send an ad to all those people that downloaded that list because I have them in my email list and I've now uploaded all those email addresses into Facebook. And now I can say all those people that have been following me on my email list, I want to send them an ad to my course. And so these are warmed up people. These are people that are your warm audience that are very likely to buy because they first got your freebie. Now they've been on your email list for a while. They're super warm. They're hot, right? They're ready to like really buy from you. And then you can target them specifically and you can say, okay, you know, hey, Emily, thank you so much. You know, hopefully you love my freebie. Here's the course where I'm inviting you to. You need to come check it out. You'd love this or what? I don't know, whatever. That was not good talk. <laughs> Um, I'm not a copywriter, but that's the kind of stuff that you can do. And you can actually target the people on your list and yeah. on people that watch your Facebook lives and people yeah. that are following you on Instagram and you can specifically target them and they already know you. So you don't have to sell yourself again. All you have to sell is your course or your virtual assistant offer or the kind of you know services that you have. Yeah. So I have a Disney travel vacation planner client right now. So we have a form, you land on it, you get your free Disney vacation quote for your package. Well, later we take the emails of everyone who has not booked, the people who booked, we don't need to send them this ad, just the people who decided not to book, who are very warm and like this idea, we show them a targeted ad. And this is the power of this particular custom audience and even more so, now that the iOS is changing and making conversion ads a little bit harder, like this is a good way to go around that by tracking people who landed on your website. But like, if you have their email list, like you don't even need to bother with what Apple's doing. Right. Am I right? Yeah, totally. Because then you're getting directly into them. And so what happens is Facebook will take that list. So let's say you uploaded that email list and they find about 50% of your people. So if you have a list of 5,000 people, 2,500 Facebook will find them on Facebook and they will serve up those ads. That's why having that list is so important. Because if you have a list of 500, then you're probably not going to get too many people seeing that. So I always recommend like your first goal is to get to a thousand people on your list. And then after that, 2,500, then 5,000, yeah. then 5,000, then 50,000. But you want to get to that thousand as fast as possible. And honestly, the fastest way to do that is with Facebook ads. Yeah. So I have some quiz clients. Like I will do my magical unicorn skill right now. Like my main client work right now is building a quiz funnel. And then I can Ooh, say, would you like Facebook ads? 
and this is the time I do it. And I'm usually setting it up, like monitoring it for about two weeks. And then they go off on their own because quizzes do really well on Facebook. It's really cool because we can get it down to 25 cents, 30 cents a lead sometimes. Like it can depend on what's happening mm-hmm. in the world. I'm going to hire you to do that because I want to do (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. I have a buddy. Linda does a lot of the copywriting and I'll come in and do the tech integrations. And not everybody adds Facebook at the beginning because they get so turned off by the cost. Like I charge enough to set it up, but I'm also doing the copy and the design and like strategy with that. But they just think they're going to like create this quiz and it's just going to go viral. (laughs) Like you pretty much need ads to like get it going. I mean, you can still do viral like organic tactics with that, but a hundred percent, like all the clients who invest in ads have like the biggest success, which is great because you're usually on the fast track. You don't have time to wait for that. And and you and I talked earlier offline, but like all the people that are making six figures and above, they all are running ads. Yeah. Constantly. I don't know anybody that is not at that level. No, I don't know either. Everybody's running ads. I mean, they might not run Facebook ads, but they're running ads. Yeah. You get like $125,000, $150,000 a year. So you don't set up ads for anyone, but you did that for a while, right? Yeah. So um, before I went on my own, I worked for corporate America and I did Facebook ads for like nonprofits, startups, real estate companies. I worked like all over the place. I worked in an agency. So I did Facebook ads for people. But then when I started doing my coaching, I really just wanted to teach. And so I didn't do that. But my teaching is different. It's not just teaching. It's that consulting piece because I'm always going to be a consultant where (laughs) when people like take my course or they're in my membership, you know, they're actually like, oh, okay, I created this no book, Andrea, and can you edit it? Or I created this Facebook ad or I created this landing page. Can you take a look at it? And so I actually like help them at that point, but I don't do it for them. And that's what I do in my marketing career. I do the work. So in my business, I didn't want to do the work as well. Cause then I might just as well, just continue. I want to just teach and be that consultant because consultants, they cost same thing as Facebook ads managers. Like the type of work I do, it'll cost you like $500 an hour. And then when you're in my membership, it's so much cheaper and you don't have to pay that much. It's like, you know, it's like a 10th of the cost and that's not out there right now. And that's why I wanted to help and do that. Same thing, going back to you guys, a lot of VAs don't know Facebook ads. It's either your Facebook ads manager or your VA. This hybrid is not that much out there yet. That's why I think that you need to do that because that's what I did with mine. I have that hybrid consulting hands-on that a lot of teachers don't do. And that's one of my biggest pet peeves is and why I created my course. Like I see so many like mm, big wig courses where like they're teaching stuff. They're teaching a lot of mindset, but then they don't teach a lot of how. And then you don't have anyone to like help you work through that, which very quickly becomes like the smart unicorn VA who can help and kind of, you know, bridge that gap. And I like that about you too, like being very hands-on and having like done the work yourself. Like that is so respectable to me when someone's like been there, done that, been around the block (laughs) and I can help you and give you that feedback because otherwise it's, it's just so hard to do all of this on your own, whether you're like doing the client work or you're more like the business owner doing the, those services. Tell right. everyone what your course is, because I actually don't know a lot about your course. Yeah. So I have a list building course because I really, this is, I've had clients like Coca-Cola, right? Everybody list builds these big giants mm-hmm. and these tiny little startups and us, VAs, business coaches, 
we need a list build. I have a course that's called lists that convert. And that's for anybody that has no email list or an email list under 500 people. So it's a very beginner if you're new to the list building stuff. And then my membership is called the impact marketing consulting membership. And really what that is, is that you can stay with me for a month or you can stay with me for a year. It's totally up to you. And you get that extra help where you can be like, Hey, Andrea, I'm working on this. Can you take a look at this? Because that's the kind of work that a lot of people just needed. They've already learned from the big wigs and now they need to take action and they need actually someone to like maybe hold their hand a little bit. And that's what that membership is. That's so awesome. And I got to speak in your membership like the other week and you have some amazing ladies from all different businesses or all the different industries. It was so fascinating, including sauerkraut and fermentation. (laughs) Do you go over their ads in that course? Because I see that being so valuable when you're doing ads and you're looking at the analytics and like sometimes I just need somebody else to like look at them and see what I don't see with the data. Totally. Yeah. That's the impact membership. And there's actually, when you go into the impact membership, you get my Facebook ads course for free. That's my bonus. So I have a similar bonus to yours. And what happens is we get on a call three times a week on a zoom, or you can go into the Facebook group and you can like do screenshots or do a video, or we can go live on the zooms and I'll go over your metrics with you, teach you how to read them, teach you how to optimize and make the ads better. Oh, I love that so much. It's so needed. It's so needed right now. We have a really good freebie of yours that we're sharing. And I just love your wealth of information here. Like, I just feel like you're my sister brain here. And I like, I like could talk to you forever about all of this. But tell everyone about your business success checklist and like what's included in that. So that's uh, my freebie that I have right now. I've been having this freebie up for a while because it's really useful and people find it really good for their business. It's pretty simple. It has nine things that I want you to do, but each point has a lot of information underneath it. And if you can do these nine things in your business and set your business up with these nine and have them rolling, you will have success and you can get to that six figures. So it's a really, really good um, checklist. Some of it will be a reminder of things to do and some of it will be like, oh, I'm not doing that. I got to do that. Yeah. Check it out. It's just at andreapalton.com forward slash checklist. Oh my gosh. Yes. I'll be checking that out too. It's so hard to like keep tabs on everything you need to be doing. And especially in this business model where you're still doing client work and then you got to like be doing stuff for your own business. It's so easy to get lost in the client work. I was lost in there for like almost a good decade, just doing the work and forgetting to like do stuff for me. So definitely check that out. Is there anything you want to end on or like anything more ad related? I think we covered a lot today. Yeah, I think you just need to do it. And even if you just do it once, you can do an ad for $5 a day. You don't have to spend more. I recommend doing something at that very least $5 a day. Do it for like 10 days. You spend 50 bucks just so you can have an understanding of what goes on because your clients will probably sometimes need help or at least you understand what they're doing. That'll help you out. And again, you will make money, more money than you're making now if you add that as one of your services. Yeah. I would love to connect with you guys. So if you are on Facebook or on Instagram, I'm at Andrea Palton coach. So you can just check me there and you can ask me any questions. I'm always available in the DMS as well. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This has been so fun. Well, I've loved having you. We'll talk to you later. Thanks. Oh, wow. There was so much gold in that interview. I hope you learned so much and you start becoming aware of the Facebook ads in your feed. I'll give you a little secret. 
I screenshot them like crazy. I study them. I pay attention to what graphics catch my eye. What do I like? What are they doing with the copy? How long is the copy? Where's the button? What's the hook? What are the emojis? All of the things. And this could be a service you could offer down the road, okay? Or you could start helping with your clients and stepping into that role with your current clients and then bringing on new clients solely for this service. If you want to connect with Andrea, she is on social media. I'll put all the links in the show notes. She's a wealth of information, and I'm so glad you got to meet her today. As always, we have a Facebook group. I'd love to have you in so you can catch these Facebook Lives live. You can actually partake in the conversation and ask questions. And then next week on the show, we are talking to someone who was working as a property manager and is now a successful virtual assistant. You're going to learn everything from her experience, her transition, and what you need to know to make it work for you. All right, I'll see you next week. If you want to start earning income as a digital marketing service provider or digital marketing assistant, you only need your laptop. You can tap into what online business owners really need help with by downloading my top 10 most requested tasks. These are the services I did for years for my clients behind the scenes. You can take this download and apply it to your own business and start by offering these very same services. If you want to niche down in digital marketing, this is your guide. Just use the link in the show notes or go to emilyreaganpr.com slash services. Cheers! Because <laughs> you need that to do a custom, um, a custom, yeah. a custom, what am I saying? Custom conversion, conversion. conversion. <laughs> conversion. <laughs>